All right, how's it going? Uh, Monday afternoon, putting up another podcast. Your man, Sir Earl, coming at you. Um, really, I kind of wanted to. I had something uh, different I was going to talk about last last week for this week, but I kind of wanted to discuss um, the Super Bowl. I'm quite sure a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. It's really incredibly hyped. Um, I thought. Um, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. I really thought it was very well played against two young, hungry teams. And it was a really, really great Super Bowl. Um, what they really pumped up and publicized and pushed the most was uh, the halftime show. And I looked at it several different ways, okay? Um, from a business perspective, I think it was a, a, a huge success that down... Um, you have a genre of music um, in the hip-hop or rap that just 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they said it wouldn't even last. Uh, it, it's a fad. It's not going to last. It's uh, black folk street music. So it's not going to last, not knowing that all of the 90s, all the white people were jamming to it too in college, and now their parents and their kids are listening to it. And, you know, and it, it was great to see um, the integration of a a genre of music that I grew up on and it spoke straight to me more than anything else because it was where I was from the you know the the poor inner city and all those things um so the, the songs that they were coming out with you know fuck the police and all these different things um it spoke directly to what we went through on an everyday basis and that's why it connected so well um so from the business standpoint of having someone like Jay-Z uh, negotiate with the NFL for him to conduct that and, and spread the word about that, uh, I thought was uh, a great, great step for the business of hip-hop, okay? From the business aspect, I thought that. Now, from the personal aspect, um, I thought it was a Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg uh, show. Um, they had most of the time and performed most of the song. And I just felt, you know, neither one of them ain't had a hit probably since, you know, last 30, 40 years. Um, so why are you out there headlining and taking all the attention? Um, so I, I, I thought that, you know, come on, we could have done better than that. Whereas, you know, it was more so suited towards them to everybody else got their little pieces. Now, um, I am not, uh, I am a little Mary J. Blige fan. I don't think she can sing. I don't think she can dance. Um, but she has a huge fan base of people uh, that love her. Um, so I felt it was very appropriate and I thought she put on a good performance. Um, what I didn't think was, you are out of shape. Why would you wear an outfit like that? Why would you, with that? Why would you, to me as a trainer, why would you even let yourself get out of shape um, when you are in the public spotlight all the time? Because we have clothes that can cover it up. So um, I think I have I have um, clients that I train that's in the music business or the movies or whatever and 
as a lesson as a lesson to my clients, I always tell them, hey, you you have to stay in shape. That's your job. You can't get out of shape. Someone calls you um, on, in a rush rush, and now you've got to appear, and you look like shit. Like, uh, I, I know Selena was training here at the time. She performed on, I think it was the Johnny Carson show with Kanye, and you looked horrible. Um, you know, it, it's, you don't go, you don't go in, in front of that many millions and billions of people looking like shit. I mean, come on now, you are a professional you are a multimillionaire. Um, you can afford a good trainer and, and you have to understand that a part of your business, um, of performing and being out in the spotlight is, uh, to keep a decent, uh, physique. Um, so I thought from a, a trainer standpoint, um, how could you let yourself go like that and then come and appear uh, on a show like the Super Bowl where you have millions and billions of viewers? So in, in addition to you not being that talented, you look like crap. And, you know, so that was my perspective from that. Now, 50 Cent. What the hell was you thinking about? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? You you know, you 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. It's showing in the way that you sing. You you don't you can't hold your you don't have your breath. You wear a tank top and and, and you are as fat as a man that loves cake that got locked in a, a the cheesecake factory and just <laughs> just balled out on cake. You looked horrible. You know, I would have turned that gig down. Um, no matter what, I would not have taken that and been in front of those cameras and looking the way that I did. Um, it just, that image would have never gotten down. I mean, it's like now as he goes around and he promotes uh, his TV shows or whatever, he always wears nice suits. So he looks like he fell out his suit. And you wear a tank top. And I mean, you got a gut out of this world. Uh the, the 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 physique that you came out with um when you first made in the club and god forbid why would you come out trying to hang upside down like you did on the video when you're damn near gonna kill yourself um i i thought that uh as your man if i would have been your manager or your trainer i would have just forbid you <laughs> uh lock your ass in a closet to, then to go out in public with millions of viewers uh, seeing that, what you look like, that's just an embarrassment. Um, there's no, you know, you're supposed to, you guys are supposed to be professionals. We want, um, you know, like if you look at Dr. Dre, actually, I know Dr. Dre's trainer. And if you look at Dre, Dre is in good shape. Um, he stood up there, he was in good shape. That's how you make an appearance. Um, you, you can't say, and you know, I don't know how long of a notice that you had, but just to be a professional and uh, to always be in the spotlight, to let yourself go that bad, it's just unfreaking hurt. I, I just couldn't, I cringed as a trainer, you know what I mean? How could you do that to yourself? Um, 
okay, you're not singing no more, you're not performing, but you're making movies and you're still a public figure, you're still 50 cent, you know what I mean? So you should, at least if you're going to wear a tank top, be in some type of decent shape. That was just despicable. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, um, it couldn't wrap my head around that one. Um, uh, I think the one that probably gave the best performance was Kendrick Lamar. Um, Kendrick Lamar really, really uh, put on a performance. Um, Eminem was good. I love Eminem. He's probably my, one of my favorite artists. He was okay. They didn't give a, I don't think they gave enough time and you're singing a lot of old songs, which I think that's just what they wanted. They wanted a lot of old hip hop to reflect to the crowd of what they are, I guess, because they say what everybody's saying. Um, one of the, the, the high points for me was um, if you paid any attention to Eminem as he was performing, there was a guy with a beard standing right next to him playing the guitar. Um, that guy is my uh, daughter's boyfriend. Um, so he plays for a lot of the uh, the, the top acts, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Lil Wayne, Usher. He's in very high demand. They all, he lives in L.A. My daughter lives in L.A. also. So um, I thought that that was a huge accomplishment for him to be on a stage so big with so many big names and to do his thing the way that he was doing it. I don't know how many people paid attention, but he got a lot of air. He was standing right next to Eminem and um, he did his thing. So I, I was extremely proud of that. And in, in the fact that this young man is, you know, he's barely in his twenties and, and he's out there doing his thing, man. Um, I thought that was great, but all in all, um, I thought the uh, I thought the game was great. Um, even though my favorite guy Tom Brady wasn't in it, um, supposedly he's retired. Um, I thought the game was great. I thought it was evenly matched. I thought um, they 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 fought really really hard. It's like a lot of times when you get to the pros, especially Super Bowl, you're making so much money. Um, to me. Um, you're not playing like if, if you look at a college game where these guys are trying to make it to the NFL, if you look at one of the playoffs or bowl games, these guys are playing lights out. They're giving 110%. I think uh, a lot of people uh, get neutered once they get these big, huge contracts because I'm going to get paid whether we win, whether I get hurt. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to get paid. Um but I thought yesterday's game, um, these guys played for way more than a paycheck. I mean, they left it all out there. Them guys uh, on both sides, uh, Cincinnati, uh, hats off to them. Them guys were, I mean, to come from worst to first in, in a couple of years and to have a quarterback as young and, and mature and, and have all the elements to be a great one in Joe Burrow, I thought that that was a, a spot a, a, a platform for him to shine, and he did. Um, you look at a guy that played that uh, Daryl Stafford played for the Rams, who was in Detroit for so long, and everybody thought he was probably the biggest problem in Detroit of why they never could they couldn't even make the damn playoffs. Um, 
he proved uh, by getting traded to the Rams and winning and, and really performing at a high level. He proved he was great all along. Um, Aaron Donald, who uh, played defensive tackle for uh, the Rams, I thought played outstanding. Von Miller, I thought played outstanding. Um, you know, it, it was an evenly matched, great game. Probably one of the better ones I've seen in a very long time. And um, I usually don't sit still to watch it on TV, even a football game, much I love football. I don't usually sit still long enough, but this uh, particular game uh, had me watching it. Um, you know, uh, it, it was just a great football game. I really, really enjoyed watching the game. Um, the halftime show, all the hype that they gave to it, um, like I said, I, I think from a, a, a businessman standpoint, I thought it was great progression in the sense that now you have a genre of music and hip hop that was always frowned down upon as the main headline at the biggest televised show in the world. Um, you know, so you're, you're getting a whole new uh, group of fans and followers and things like that that maybe knew or, or getting turned on to it or whatever it was. I, I thought it was an excellent uh, business move. Um, like I said, I think a couple of the artists, uh, 50 Cent and Mary J, um, you know, especially 50, how could you show up in that kind of shape? Uh, it's just, I think as a professional, a person that lives in the spotlight, that's a part of your job. I trained a couple of artists and, and you, if, if you have something coming up, first off, I try to always, to always say the best way to get in shape is to stay in shape. So when I have artists that I train that sing or in movies, or I have a lot of them, um, we're going to always stay in shape because you never know when they're going to call at the last minute and need you to do something, fill in or whatever. And you walk around here looking like shit. You know what I mean? You, you can't do that. That's not, you're not a average person that can walk around and just let yourself go. You have to always expect the unexpected. Um, you are a multifaceted artist and you never know what happens all the time. And if they call you at the last minute and you in shape, you don't have to worry about it. If they call you at the last minute and you out of shape, now you've made an appearance before millions of people looking like crap and they probably would never use you again. Um, so, you know, the best thing to do, uh, the best way to get in, to be in shape is to stay in shape. So that, that's what I preach to my clients all the time. We, we're not going to get out of shape, um, especially if that's your job. We're not going to get out of shape. So no matter what, you're going to always show up and you're going to be ready. Um, so that was my take on that. So, um, all in all, it's a great Super Bowl. Halftime show was good. Um, I enjoyed myself. Um, so until next week, your man checking out of here, giving you my update on the Super Bowl thing. Um, so until next week, it's your man, Sir Earl. I'm out of here. Peace.